This is the Revoltage Podcast, and we are back from a little hiatus. Uh, and I've got there was nothing little about that hiatus. <laughs> yeah, that was a long hiatus. It was a long hiatus. But that's not my fault. Whose fault is that, everybody? I believe your podcast says it is updated fortnightly, yeah. and this is past that. <laughs> you're right. No, you're right. It is somebody's fault. I think we should all, uh, we should all, we should all, Paigelin Parker, uh, my daughter. What a bit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Congratulations. I'm so happy for you. Thank you. Uh, I was about to be like, you want to call my daughter a bitch? <laughs> no. I was going to call her a, a big okay. old I bundle could, of joy. I, a Bitcoin. <laughs> that little Bitcoin. No, we have taken a little bit of a break um, just because I have been getting used to being a father, uh, which I'm still not used to. And uh, yeah. Okay. I think you figured out about 18 years in. and then Somewhere maybe. around there. That is very true. <laughs> Somewhere, I think about twenty. I should have it down. <laughs> you know, you got this. You got this. You don't got this. But welcome back, everybody. And sorry, sorry it took so long. And uh, we are uh, here today. On uh, it is September first. It is uh, just an hour away from all in. All in Which we're not going to make forty-three minutes. <laughs> we're not going to make the first couple matches that Logan was like. We got to make sure that we do this on time to watch watch zero hour. And it's, then it's okay. like it's, it's SoCal. What are they? Un- SoCal SCU. SCU. You're okay. you, you haven't watched enough. He doesn't just even. Okay. Know. okay. I've seen a couple of them. No, I mean to be fair, I I like them as a team, but the Briscoes. No, I'm not a Briscoe. I, I'm not a fan. Yeah, I'm not a fan of the Briscoes either. I probably like the Briscoes more than SoCal. Is that weird? Yeah. Only because I feel like we're kindred spirits. You know, they're white trash, I'm white trash. <laughs> I think you should read more of their tweets before you decide to align with the Briscoes. <laughs> All right, hold up. I'm going to read some tweets real quick. Hashtag true story. Oh, yeah. Fuck the Briscoes. <laughs> Just read some tweets. It's Just bad. Some... It's real bad. <laughs> wow, you did... wow, it's like you it's like you cut this or something. <laughs> We're now 10 minutes away from zero hour. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So today we're actually going to be uh, not talking about any specific event in general. We are going to be talking about all the events, everything. Uh, We're going to be talking about all the past, all the present, all the future events. Then now forever type of podcast. (laughs) Yes. Somebody Uh, should tagline that. We're we're going to do something a little different this time around. We're going to do what we've been referring to as hashtag true stories. Uh, which is kind of a little joke we have. Uh, and I guess we should probably let people know that we have today Pat Foster. Woo! Hi. That is uh, El Capitan himself. And making his... Uh, <laughs> there is no kayfabe here. <laughs> making his... Oh, you haven't listened to the podcast. Revoltage. Definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> and, and making his Revoltage podcast debut... Arthur Lowenkamp, a.k.a. some other luchador that we will not mention by name. Perfect. You could also leave my real name off of it. <laughs> Bill Mangold today. There we go. Bill Mangold. <laughs> Can you handle the Mangold? <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. So, yeah, we're just going to be chatting about so chance uh, crazy Mangold stuff. Chance of Mangold in showers. Oh. <laughs> 100%. I mean, that chance. actually leads into the old rest. And, well, yeah, <laughs> it, it does. You should yeah. tell that story. Pat has been wrestling for 15 years. Is that right? I, you know, I stopped counting after 10. So people tell me it's been 15. People tell me I mean, it's been 20. I mean, there's video of you in 98 and stuff, <laughs> Yeah, right? 98. Yeah. I think 98 We're is when I started. We're looking at 20 years. 20 years. Yes. Holy shit. This is a He's been vet. Telling, he's been telling us 15 years. Grizzled young time. vet. You're like, oh, yeah, that whole five-year stint. I, it's, I, honestly, whatever. though, I, I <laughs> don't forgot remember. It. He doesn't remember there's a lot of years. There's a lot of matches. Like I saw a picture of myself, and I think I may have mentioned it to you guys, with a uh, X Division title. 
and I'm looking at the picture, and I like, oh, yeah. I have no idea <laughs> where this is and what title that is. You kept, I kept asking you, I was like, where is this at? And you're like, I, I legitimately don't know. I finally remembered. It was here in Oklahoma City. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> so it must have not made that much of an impression on you. No, it was a short run. <laughs> he lost the belt that night. <laughs> so you got 20 years, and uh, Bill... How long? <laughs> we 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 can Arthur. Go with Arthur, <laughs> Arthur, how gimmick's gonna get old. <laughs> how, how long have you been wrestling? I mean, I don't think I count any of mine really as wrestling. <laughs> Zero years. How long have you been uh, I got involved with like a bar wrestling show end of 2011. And nice. I've experienced some local shows since. But then. you've been all around the world to at least consume wrestling, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You've been a wrestling fan. <gasps> he is. We are now. There's two of us here who have oh, been Jesus to Christ. Japan. Oh, yeah. to hey, watch hey, New Logan, Japan. Yeah, eat a dick. <laughs> hey, Logan, I'll do it. If I you would think of it. Logan's been once. I've been three times. So we've all been an average of one time. <laughs> <laughs> that's better that's than a, Steiner that's, math. That's some Scott Steiner math. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was cool. Like one time, I had the the talk with Ricochet. I was like, "Man, I've seen you in three different countries. You know, because I've seen him in England, saw him oh, in God, Japan. Way to name drop. So, that's awesome. But it was, but." <laughs> It was a real conversation. You know, yeah. when I had my talk with Bobby Heenan, brother, brother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was just, it, you well, know. That's cool, though. That's, yeah, that's really once cool. Once you start to get out there, like, you meet some people, you have another couch to sleep on when mm-hmm. you're going to England for shows, stuff like that. Like, it's a neat community yeah, when you get out there in the world. So it's good that we've all averaged one time outside of the country. It is kind of funny how that that's kind of what wrestling does. Like, it's such a kind of it, – it, 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 there are so many fans and some people who love it, but it is still somewhat of a niche thing that Absolutely. when you meet somebody, there's kind of that immediate connection, you know. And I yeah. see that it goes two ways with that. So you meet, like, the country bumpkin wrestling fan. Right. And that's the, like, the, right. I, I know you. I've seen you wrestle. I'm like, oh, yeah, nice. Bye. But then there's, like, <laughs> the guys, like, you know, I meet you guys and you really enjoy it. So that's that. those connections I enjoy. It's the other ones yeah. where I just want to punch them. I was at a CCW show in New Jersey one time. Oh, nice. And I was standing in, like, the concessions line talking to a buddy. And then another friend I'd met at, like, an Evolve show one time walked up and he looks at us and he goes, oh, wait, you two know each other? And I was like, Dan, there's only a handful of well-spoken, reasonable, not crazy people at each one of these shows. <laughs> We're going to find each other. That's how that works. Wait, real talk, real talk. On, uh, on Reddit, on the uh, All In, uh, <laughs> there was a post that said, hey, just a heads up, everybody. Oh, yeah. um, just as a courtesy to everybody else, please shower before. Yeah. Oh. And it says, please shower before. It takes two minutes. And then he goes, edit. Okay, I understand that it takes probably five to ten minutes. <laughs> But, but you, take the two. Yeah, but he's like, yeah, yeah, he's <laughs> you're like, gonna do anything. At least take the two. I love that it just degraded into just like oh, I shower, oh, I shower too, and there was like no, clearly no one at these shows showers. <laughs> if you have to tell people you shower, you probably don't shower. <laughs> I shower. Oh, all right, <laughs> okay, buddy. Okay. All right, so I'll start off the uh, true story podcast here. I think you should explain the true story. Yeah, yeah. I would, yeah. I would appreciate that. Yeah. There's so, someone so here that doesn't have tr- an idea of what we're talking yeah. about. I don't listen. <laughs> so the true story podcast is that we are going to tell true, quite possibly unbelievable stories, but are, are in fact true. I'm glad I got a heads up on this. Too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Come up with some stories. Yeah. Or, so well, it, it just it happens because it, it actually started because of a, a thread that we – we're in uh, and we started saying things it's, or actually I don't remember who started it but somebody just started saying hashtag true stories 
<laughs> time check. <laughs> time check. Uh, hatch. We're not making it because we still got to drive back. So, uh, but hashtag true stories on things, and so we just started throwing out like really random uh, true stories that have happened. What's really bad is I think I've told all my best true stories in that message, and I have been hit in the head so many times I don't remember what they <laughs> I were. I don't remember any of them either. So why don't okay, you? Start I've got to go. I got to go now. Okay. So while I'm telling it, you guys be thinking about it. So uh, one time I had. Uh, a few days before a match, this is about a week before, I had eaten a, uh, a, some, a quesadilla for one meal. Mm-hmm. The next meal was nachos. Mm-hmm. The following meal was pizza. And I believe I went <laughs> back to nachos after that. So I have a very healthy diet, if you can't tell. And so I'm like loaded up with cheese. And we're, we're four days out of the match. And I'm like, I can't shit. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot poop. There's nothing. It's like, I just can't do it. So I'm like backed up. And <laughs> around the same time, Kellen catches a stomach bug. Like okay. A bad one. Yeah. And he's just blowing out both ends. Yeah, it's terrible. And <laughs> oh, God, I can't remember you telling me yeah. about that. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he was sick enough that he had the trash can in his lap on the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I, it, it's, it's now the day of the match. And I'm like, I'm going to go to the bathroom. Like, this is my last chance, and I just need to see if, if I can get anything out. So I'm at Elote. We're waiting for this show to start. <clears throat> Nothing. It's been four days. I have had a movement in four days. When, when, okay. when was this? We were all in. We were sitting at a table. <laughs> we were. We were. Logan's like, I'm going to go to the bathroom. And then it was all just a matter You just started talking about how long it's going to take you to take a shit. And, and the whole time, in, during this period where Logan's the whole time, he's going, dude, I can't shit. Like, I can't shit. The whole time he's saying that, I'm going, I hope I don't shit. Yeah, there's yeah. there's an hour per day correlation. Like, it's like a four-hour erection. See a doctor. Four hours, like, no bowel movement. You are past the chance where you... You should have gone to figure something <laughs> yeah. out. At least, like, do, like, the chicken pock thing. Hang out with, you know, Kellen and get whatever he had. <laughs> the chicken like, pock. Just sit right I, I, so, I at least shit four times a day. <laughs> not, not you know, so. <laughs> so me, me and Kellen, I'm like, we're, we're about to walk out. We, and I just look at him. I'm like, Kellen, this match will be a success if neither of us shit our pants. <laughs> And, and, and do you remember what match that was? General, that's a good general uh, role for success in wrestling. That, yeah, it was the October one because Ray broke my nose in that match. Okay. Oh, okay. Hashtag true story. You okay. still have to be more specific. Okay. Like if Ray's breaking so, your nose. So like. At that same, I was going against Pat. And the first, I think Pat, I think Pat clotheslined me. And he hit me pretty good. Like, <laughs> a real good one. And I bumped real hard on my back and just immediately like clinched. Like, no, I was like, I'm going to shit my pants. <laughs> like that first bump, I went, uh-oh. <laughs> like, I was like, I'm going to shit. <laughs> but but all in all, um, I, we didn't. We uh, we finished the match with clean underwear. Mm-hmm. And uh, so even though I did break my nose, the match was still a success because I didn't shit. And that was the qualification. Yeah. True story. You broke your nose. Here's another part of that true story. You broke your nose. Actually, sorry, you didn't break your nose. Ray broke your nose, and you were the asshole. <laughs> 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 how, how dare I break should've, my nose? You should have turned your head. Yeah, you should have turned your head. I mean, so I, I, I'm not usually one to piggyback on almost shitting yourself stories, <laughs> but I feel it's important to, to piggyback on this story. Uh, we did a, a fun fair show, and I was listening to Cabana's podcast, and he was talking about like fair shows and bot shows, and we used to do them all the time. They're amazing because the fair just pays you a shit ton of money to come in. So that last day, everyone's been partying and drinking all weekend. And I wrestled a guy, and he picked me up for a body slam. 
and he drops me down super hard, and it just there was that moment that it started to go, and mm-hmm. it was just clinch, mm-hmm. and ba- like that was the take home. I was like, <laughs> all right, that's it, take he it would home. Just pin me. Just pin me. <laughs> But did not hit myself. Slam. I'm telling you, I think I'm pretty sure with me and, with me and Pat, the opening move was that clothesline, and I I bumped, and the second I did, I was like, "Shit!" I mean, don't shit, don't shit, please God, don't shit. So Arthur, Arthur, yeah, tell us about how that time you almost pooped in yeah. in the ring. As curse. I mean, apparently it's. I have amazing bowel control. So I, <laughs> it's I never never happened. Yeah, this this isn't a uh, topic I get to weigh in. But, uh, <laughs> I'm good. What about I, pee? Did you I, I, poop? So we, like, you know, we would puke? get a free meal at Elote, and I would never take it before the matches because I'm smart and I have a onesie of tights. <laughs> that takes yeah. that takes sometimes three to four people to put yeah, him in. Yeah. As I gained weight, it was more and more of a of a presentation. So no, I, I don't have any because I plan ahead. <laughs> I think there was one time we were putting Arthur in it, and we were like zipping him up, and all of a sudden he was like, it broke. And we kept trying to get it, and we were like, this is going to break for good at one point. And it did, and he just was like, ah, fuck it. He's like, he's like I don't need it anymore. I'm just going to wear a cape. Yeah, he's like, he's like, ah, fuck it, put the cape over it. Yeah. Black uh, shirt underneath and like, uh, well, yeah, for last Cinco, because I wasn't actually fighting, cape stays on, whatever. No capes. Yep, yep. So uh, anybody else? Anybody uh, want to pick up this ball and run with it? I would just distracted myself with the shitting myself yeah, story. I could, uh, so you referenced the Steiner math earlier. Yeah. Uh, I have a couple fun Steiner stories. Yeah, tell a Steiner story. Yeah. And I, mean, I probably told you this one, but uh, when I was in college, I was working for Bennigan's. And the oh. Bennigan's in Oklahoma City was at a great location because it was right by the airport. And it was open, you know, later in the evening. So following a wrestling show, it was a spot to see some of the wrestlers. Uh, WCW, late WCW was in town, like in the last year of life, WCW. Was it the WCW Thunder event? I could not tell you. Ah, damn it. Because I was at that show. But it was when Steiner was teamed up with Medeja. Okay, yeah. Was, right. this, was so, this Tulsa or Oklahoma City? Oklahoma City. I believe I was at this show. Was Steiner with Medeja? Yeah, I believe okay. so. Okay, yeah. yeah. So they came into Bennigan's afterwards, okay. and I'm... I notice it what was funny is I've never seen Steiner in person before. And I'm at the little, you know, the macros machine, punching punching in some stuff, and I see this small this short mountain next to me <laughs> in a black shirt. And I look over and I see the bleach white hair and I'm like, eh, look at that, that's old Scott Steiner. And then these huge cans and terrible hair, and I'm like, Amadasia. Uh, so, you know, I look over at the other waiter and I'm like, Yeah, this is my table. Yeah. You know, and I go over there and Get their orders, and Medeja would like a virgin pina colada. Not a very hard order, right? So get it, come back later. This just tastes like pineapple juice and coconut. Right, because that's that's what it is. Cool, like I'll just let them know that they've made it correctly. And I, and I have to, of course, be like, of course, it's there's a that small doesn't know mountain the next to me. Yeah, <laughs> there's a small mountain next to me that I don't want to piss off. And I'm like, right. oh man, I'm so sorry. You know, like, what can, what can we do? We can take that off. We can do something else. She's like, I'll take a virgin strawberry daiquiri. And in my head, I'm like, swear to God, if you say this just tastes like strawberry, <laughs> and then you know. So anyway, beyond that, uh, the next time WCW, or actually not WCW anymore. This was within the first month that Steiner got picked up by the WWE. There was a Raw event in Oklahoma City. 
and we had gone to that one. I was at that one as well. I, I got to go to that one. I wasn't working this time, but we knew you always go to Bennigan's after a wrestling show. To see we wrestling. actually went to Bennigan's after <laughs> Yeah, we might have seen you. Steiner's at the bar, you know, do the do the normal don't don't screw with him while they're eating thing. But when he was done, I came over and I was like, hey, man, like, you know, we chatted a little bit last time. Good to see you in the WWE. It's, you know, something new, like. At the time, I was pretty excited about it because he hadn't wrestled Triple H yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he sat there. He's like, yeah, cool. Thanks, man. Where'd you get that shirt? And I had this shirt from Hot Topic a few years previous, and it was a Superman logo yeah. with, like, the Goldberg tat lines coming off it. <laughs> gotcha. Because this is early 2000, and that's cool. You know, or 2001, sure. and that's still kind of fun. And I'm like, ah, yeah, I don't know, Hot Topic a couple years ago. And I'm like, why? He's like, well... I'm looking for a new symbol for my merch, and I think that's pretty cool. <laughs> and I go, well, I can give you the shirt. And he's like, okay, I'll give you one of mine. And when he's finished, we go out to the parking lot, and he pops open the trunk, tosses me one of those, like, shitty, like, wrestler just, you know, because yeah. he didn't have, like, a slogan shirt or anything at the time. It was just, like, the screen print of him, like, flexing. <laughs> and he tosses me that. I take my shirt off, toss it to him. Next week, he's got the tights with the Superman logo and the like the oh, nice. barbed wire, like the little tribal lines coming off it. So, yeah. So, what you're saying is you gave him the shirt off your back. I did. And you gave him his, his, his merch, his his logo setup going forward. You should, you should get royalties for that, man. <laughs> yeah, no joke. Well, so should the person that made the shirt for a hot topic. <laughs> I, thought, I thought it was going to be, hey, man, I should, <laughs> I thought it was going to be like, hey, man, I, I really like that symbol. I'm looking for a new symbol. You mean the. You mean the Superman symbol? <laughs> no, the setup with the S and the tribal lines. Yeah. It, it's something spoke to his uh, his brain, as it were. I, I've decided I'm just going to have a story associated with everyone's story. <laughs> so that raw, well, two things. So one, that that WCW show uh, it was my first TV show that I ever been to, and I remember watching. It was Goldberg versus Glacier, and Goldberg oh, Glacier. killed. Glacier. That was a different show. Oh, okay, different I story. I was at that one. Damn it, all right. Anyways, yeah. But yeah, that was great. But the no, the Raw that you're talking about, I, I got comp tickets because my tag team partner actually got booked for that show uh, for a tryout. So we're going up there early on, and fans of Mid-South Wrestling in Oklahoma City saw us as we're coming up to the show and started giving a shit because we weren't going in the back door with all the other wrestlers. Ah. We were going in the front door. <laughs> So there, there's my follow-up story. <laughs> follow-up to the follow-up. Ooh. Because you said Mid-South and just some of the uh, years ago. This was probably, I don't know, this had to have been, I, 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 don't, I don't know what year it was. I was a little younger. I think I was in high school. I was probably 15. So it was probably circa 2003, 2004. Uh, <laughs> to, yeah, to 2003, 2004, I go to a local uh, like <laughs> I- MMA show, right? So this was a... Uh, uh, in a ring MMA, it was at the, um, what's the Chevy Center now, or it was the Chevy Center. It's Coca-Cola now. It was the Coca-Cola, now it's the Chevy. Yeah. Anyway, so <laughs> we go there to uh, this I- MMA fight, and um, in the middle of the MMA fight, they decide that they're going to do a, <laughs> a they're going to, a band's going to play. There's an intermission, so a band's going to oh. play. Wait, during the fight? <clears throat> no, no. Oh. <laughs> so, so, so they do a fight, a band comes out, they're like, hey, we're going to take an intermission, band's going to play. So this band comes out and plays. Uh, you know what? This is probably like 2002 because the timing was really poor. Uh, because they're playing, this band's playing, they're terrible. I remember the name of it. They're called Lure. It was a horrible band. Uh, and they, um, all of a sudden, these dudes in ski masks come out, <laughs> come out 
it like terrorist looking dudes and they shut down the music and it's it, <laughs> it's scary as shit of what's we're like what's going on the whole crowd's like what's going on what's going on these dudes get in the ring and they grab the mic and they start like saying really weird shit nobody knows what's going on and these dudes are like surrounded by the and they're like what what is happening like it was really vague and weird and really kind of scary and all of a sudden like it's like all of a sudden you hear this weird music and these like wrestlers come out in these tights and they're like we'll stop you and then everybody figures out what's going on and all of a sudden it's just like was a mountain of booze was this the group <laughs> that i was a part of for one night at a groom what? thing was it the long running like the hood gimmick of like <sighs> looking at no. looking at you you know what i'm talking about i know yes. i know exactly <laughs> what you're talking about so one i was not part of it okay but <laughs> like i know a lot of guys who were and yeah no it was awful dude and it was People did not like this. So no, then they decided to have in the middle no, of this. That's in, how you get shot. Dude, and it was in the middle of the <laughs> MMA. Like, this is Oklahoma. And it was in the middle of an MMA mat, uh, match. And then they had a wrestling match, a pro wrestling match. And these people were not having it. <laughs> they were so like. My my favorite match that was happening in a place that was not a match. Probably my, my top three of wrestling things that I've ever done was when I was going to college, there was a Mr. OCU pageant. And the Mr. OCU pageant, there's a talent portion. And I came out in a Bumblebee costume <laughs> that me and my mom had made. <laughs> All and I, I can say started is to tap dancing life. to No Rain. <laughs> I started tap dancing to No Rain. Then from the crowd, uh, you know, like people are eating it up. Yeah. Then about 15 seconds in. Yeah. Right. from a small section of the crowd and so you know dancing for a second I'm like hold on look around in the crowd and, yeah, I don't know put the music back on start yeah. tap dancing again <laughs> from a small section of the crowd and you hear somebody in the crowd be like don't boo and I stop the music and I'm like guys guys what's what's the matter and three ruffians and, <laughs> and rabble rousers and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> they come walking up to the stage and you know, surround me and the whole crowd's like, what's going on? And I turn around like, I'm not going to have this. I'll walk away. And they rip my wings off. What? And it started a four and a half minute wrestling match as the talent. You know, so, oh, that's fantastic. You know, so it's it can be. I don't know if that's a flash mob of wrestling, that but I, just, yeah, I, I like that approach to it. Well, that, that was the first time I'd ever seen anything like that. And this was this was very po- like short post 9-11. Like this was not Ooh. this was not like good timing yeah. at all. Yeah, no, it it was it was not met with a lot of good reactions <laughs> no. from not I mean no. from the wrestling community at the time. We were just like, what the fuck did you do? <laughs> Which well, is usually like, a well educated, reasonable community. Right. <laughs> yeah. And then the two guys that come out, I just remember they're like they're, suppo- they're supposed to be, like, uh, the heroes. The these dudes would be like, we're going to stop these terrorists because we're wrestlers. It's like the hurricane out there. Like, Dude, it was bad. Oh, it was and really I, bad. I want to say it was the guys from Mid-South, but I don't remember who it was. Yeah. Yeah, that's super awesome. So then it made me wonder, as I got older, I'm like, were they, were they fighting in a wrestling ring or were they just bumping in a <laughs> so, boxing ring? Ooh, yeah. <laughs> Chances are that ring uh, belonged to... Uh, either it was either Tom at the time or Mike. Gotcha. Uh, now Mike Tom Jones. Yeah, Tom Jones. Yeah. Uh, Mike Crawford. The, the Tom Jones. Well, Tom Tom uh, like uh, Mr. When it comes to wrestling. Yeah, yes, the, Tom, the Jones. Tom Jones. Gotcha. Yeah, no, it's not unusual. Not that one, but it is the Tom Jones when it comes to. <laughs> so that's one thing you guys wrestling a lot history. Of, 
wrestling fans don't realize here in Oklahoma City is is Mr. Ebony Tom Jones did training and swept the floors at Mid-South. He was a fantastic man. He has passed on now, but like anytime I met him, nicest guy in the world and humble, always remem- remembered your name, always said hi, super friendly guy, but he was a big part of a lot of the wrestling here. Hmm. Yep. Wow. That just that story always sticks with because it was such a weird weird thing that I'd never seen before. And the fact that you know exactly what I'm talking about, <laughs> it just makes it all the better that you're like, yeah, that was just a <laughs> classic Mid-South. Yeah. <laughs> So, so for my next story, what I want to talk about is uh, the biggest bump that I've ever taken in my life. <laughs> um, so, Coker. Yeah, yeah, it was <laughs> huge. Right was, off the end of Monday, it was a, it was a gram. <laughs> so, a so really, gram. not a very big bump a at bell. all. <laughs> a boober load of coke. A boober <laughs> load of coke. <laughs> <laughs> the old boober bump. <laughs> oh, the old boober bump of coke. <laughs> okay, so the biggest bump of my life. Um, so, is, is this, this is this your choke slam from Dan? No, no, no. <laughs> this is this is even bigger than that. Is it, I have no, a feeling this is no, not a big. No, bump. No, it's true. No, it's brutal. Um, so what happens is uh, the match prior. Uh, I break my nose. So I can't go out and have a match. I'm not m- medically cleared. Puss. I know, right? <laughs> I right? know the bump you're right? talking yeah. about so, now. <laughs> so I'm not medically cleared to have a match. So um, I actually get brought in as special guest referee. So um, I'm I'm refereeing. Uh, I believe it's you two, isn't it? No, is it? no. me and Ray. Oh, it's you and Ray. That's me right. And, Ray. and so I'm sitting there uh, on the outside of the ropes. And, you know, I'm keeping an eye on this match, making sure things, I'm paying really close attention. Okay. So, 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 so I'm paying really close attention to this match, really, really diving into it. That's and not as much attention as we're paying. <laughs> Sorry, Ray. I apologize, but why would you start that? I sent me and Ray. Arthur does a Ray impression. <laughs> he just goes. <laughs> That plays well in the air. <laughs> so, so I'm on the outside of the ropes, I'm, and I'm, I'm keeping an eye on him. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm doing a really good job at refing because it's my first time at refing, so I'm really wanting to play it up and, and do well. And uh, so I'm keeping a close eye. And next thing I know, out of nowhere, uh, Ray, I think, gets thrown into the ropes. Yeah. And, and I'm just out. I, I Instantly, I black out. Yeah. What? So I wake up on the outside of the ring – Almost, what, maybe a minute and a half, two minutes later, and people are looking at me, and I'm kind of confused as to where I'm at, and I look up in the ring, and all I see is is Kellen pinning Ray. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I need, to, I need to get this. So I'm still loopy. I'm like, my vision's blurry. I'm hazy. I'm, <laughs> Arthur's biggest fucking mark on the around. planet right now. I know, I know. <laughs> I'm staggering around, and I, uh, I, I muster enough strength to pull myself through the ropes. Yep. And fall through my. I didn't even get my feet through, and it's all I can do to get my arm up. One, two, three. Osito wins the match, and at that point, I can't. I can't even walk out on my own. So he he. Uh, <laughs> I'm like waiting for you to stop because no, because here's the thing. Because let me sum this up. Zero hour for this. Here's this fucking story. No, let, me sum this, let, let me sum this up. I just had a match with Ray where I get my ass kicked by Ray, and then we do like the smallest ref bump ever. And Logan barely, barely goes down because he's so tall. He like lowers himself by the rope. 
And that's his ref bump. And then I take like a slam from from Ray in the Elote ring and then do something. And then all of a sudden, and then I have to walk him out. So I, 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 I win and took this huge match. Oh, I remember And I, I walked him out. From this tiny little boat. Yeah, needless to say, it fucked me up. Yeah, you know it's that <laughs> that story does not do justice to the impact of that bump, <laughs> or to the violence against refs everywhere. Yeah, right? Yeah. yeah, it's something about that ref shirt. You just yeah. put it on, you, you just turn to glass. Turn to glass. <laughs> I saw it. Uh, or I read an article about that one time. They were like, they said that exact thing. They're like, you put the ref shirt on and you're made of glass. <laughs> like, even like if, if a wrestler puts on the ref shirt, like all Samuel of a sudden L. Jackson Jesus. calls you a wuss. Like, yeah. Yeah. He's like, it's, it's like, and even wrestlers aren't immune to it. Like, even they put on the ref shirts and then all of a sudden they can wrestle. It's because they're not expecting it, man. That's what it is. The biggest punches are the ones you don't see. <laughs> <laughs> I, so how much of your podcast is like no fear t-shirt quotes hi <laughs> 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 man the biggest punches are the ones you don't say no fair no fair no fair it's like not, plays first loser no fair it's not it's not about how hard you can get hit it's about how hard you can get hit and keep going forward count, count outs are for keeping the title no fear, <laughs> no fear. <laughs> pain is just a sound of weakness leaving the body no fear <laughs> I got nothing. Chair <laughs> shots are the only shots I'm ordering. No fear. <laughs> dude, I'm just doing, I'm from now on, dude, I'm just going to do like no fear tweets. <laughs> I don't tweet, but. You should start. Now, now you've got a reason. No fear tweets. No fear tweets. Yeah. No fear tweets. <laughs> All right. So for real, do you guys have any crazy bump stories? Anything that. Uh, like you, big bump? I know your biggest bump. Which one? Was it the chair? The, the, like, oh, the body slam on the chair? Yeah. No, that was just a bad idea. <laughs> then it was the fan. The fan, yeah, the fan. All right, I, I th- did I tell the story in the podcast? N- I don't know if you have or not. I don't. I probably I don't didn't. think so. I don't so, think so I haven't heard it. All right, so this is this is <laughs> for you, you Arthur. So we're doing a hardcore match. Or this actually, this was before the hardcore match. We did a match, and we were at this flea market, and they had one of those big industrial fans, like a six foot tall <laughs> fan. And uh, I have my opponent, and I'm like, hey, throw me into the fan, and I'm gonna. I'm thinking in my head, I'm just gonna knock it over, and it'd be funny. So he throws me into it, and I just bounce off the fucking thing because it's so heavy. So then we have another match. One of my favorite matches of all time is a hardcore tag team tornado death match with tables. Yeah, whatever. But I'm telling myself before the match, I'm going to knock the fan over. (laughs) I'm going to do it. So we get to the outside, and I see it there, and I'm like, all right, here we go. I have him. I'm like, throw me into the fan. Full speed running this damn fan, and I fucking hit it, and I knocked it over. It was amazing. I was so happy. My wife was pissed. Because, <laughs> I mean, it's not one of those little fans. Right. Like, if you go through it, it's like, ah, you're going to stop the blades. No, if I had gone through that, <laughs> oh I'm missing some skin. My arm's gone. Appendages. No, no I, I knocked that fucking thing over. While it was going? So proud of you. Yeah. For some reason, I assumed it wasn't going. No, no, it was going. <laughs> oh, that changes the story altogether. <laughs> I, just, I just imagine the, that grate, the part that keeps your fingers out of it, just breaking, and you just go shooting out the other end as, like, meat chunks. <laughs> that could have happened. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that, that's why my wife was really mad about it. And me, I was just like, oh, this is going to be funny. I'm just going to knock it over to be great. Because when we go hardcore, we go hardcore. But no. I, I fortunately haven't had to take like any really nasty bumps or anything. I haven't really seen any. Well, I've seen one real nasty bump, but we won't go into that. Yeah, uh, I just told you about it. No, not <laughs> no, not that one. 
The worst than that one? Uh, oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, a lot worse. The <laughs> the worst bump you've ever seen in your entire life. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> the the final bump. Yes. <laughs> the, the bump you don't come back from. The last bump. Oh, yeah. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We were there. At real, that. Quick, oh. real quick. Should, yeah, I, t- should, I, tell the, should I tell the concert story? Concert story. What, what concert do I invited story? you to go to the concert and what you said was the funniest freak. Oh. <laughs> it's so good. highly yeah, inappropriate. Sure. I it's apologize fun. to anybody that this offends, but it is one of the funniest things I've ever heard in my life. Should I tell it? Should I tell it? That's up to is you. Is it bad? Is it bad? Is it too bad? No, it's not bad. It just just you've built it up too much. Go ahead and tell it. Okay. It's insensitive, but that's okay. It's, <laughs> it, yeah. it's it's it was a tragedy. That's what I'm gonna say is this was a tragedy that happened. Um so what happened was we went to a show and a kid took a spine buster mm-hmm. and in his like his first match and uh it, it took him out, done, like ended his entire life. Yeah, long story um, short, he lost his life. Yeah, yeah, it was awful. So um anybody who's into dark humor is gonna appreciate this joke. Um <laughs> So I'm talking, to, I'm talking the there's a punk band from the 80s that's coming through and playing at the same venue. Uh, it happened at the Blue Note. And so I'm like, hey, Kellen, you want to come to do you want to come to the Blue Note and see the Dead Boys tonight? And he responds, I think I've seen enough Dead Boys. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> okay, sorry, go on. You, no, hash, no. Hashtag true story. No, yeah. We we did freeze up Colt Cabana on a match one time. Like, yeah. No, no, no. That's what I was leading into. Was uh, I, other than that bump, one of the worst bumps I've seen. I you were involved with, or you were there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was in a tag mm. match, uh, and my mm. partner went to power bomb somebody, and he took a while and. <laughs> Person he was wrestling was, he was pretty green. It, yeah, but in a but he, what it was is he would get like a lot of anxiety. I think. Oh, yeah, so yeah. in his head he was thinking, well maybe I heard Hurricane Rana instead of power bomb, and so he was up, up, up. Decided to start going over oh. right when the drop happened. Mm-hmm. So I, you see bald head hitting ground mm-hmm. and like kind of tucking up, oh. and then the rest of the body landing, and. I mean, I thought he was paralyzed, dead, yeah, whatever. I, I thought. And, and, you know, Colt's obviously seen some shit going up and down the road. And even he was just like, yeah, that was I remember seeing him in that it. video and his face. He's just like, I remember he goes, puts his hands up on his head and goes, shit. Like, it's like, oh, fuck. Like, yeah. Hey, real quick, speaking of Colt Cabana, uh, we got to leave right now if we're going to catch Zero Hour. Yeah, I was going to say, this is, uh, any any go-home stories? Like, you got to Go-home gotta, stories. Like, well, <laughs> Take it home story. If you got a, yeah, yeah. You got a story, any, take any it home. Final, any you got final a good stories, one? You got any a good, good ones? Hey, didn't you have one? You said you were going to tell us a long time ago, and you never told us about, oh, who was it? It was somebody in particular. Oh, crap. This uh, is really good radio. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I'm sorry. I, I want to say, I want to say, I, man, I want to say St- Steve Williams, but that's not right. No. No way. <laughs> Uh, I've never met him. Stan Hansen? <laughs> no. I'll tell you. I'll tell you the cutest bump I ever took. Okay. Uh, was a, a night in Japan and <laughs> following one of the shows. We were out. We were out drinking very heavily with some cute gals that love wrestling and things. And out in the streets near the New Japan shop is where we were at. So I was just like, "Oh yeah, I'll take a rainmaker," you know, on the streets of Tokyo because I'm drunk as hell. Oh and the girl like wraps me up, swings it around, hits me. I bump the street pretty, pretty solidly. But the, like she covers, and then one of the other girls jumps out and you got what? 
two, three, we And like the cutest part was then like two more of the girls jump in and start doing the spray with their mouth. They gotta go. Yeah, did like the cold spray. Yeah. That's, oh, that's, that's my favorite bump I've ever taken. So, Arthur went home with all those ladies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I will say, uh, knockout bump. Uh, oh. I was in a another hardcore match. I did a lot of hardcore matches, and Dude, I was so not. Fun. You're a very stupid person. We I done, love them. They're so much fun, though. We did one together, and it was so much it was, fun. It's so one of my it, was it was actually at the Myriad at the time. I don't know what it's called now. The Cox Convention Center. Uh, but I've seen great pictures of it. <laughs> and I'm running in. I had duct taped the guy to the corner, and I had a chair. And I'm running in with the chair to hit him, and he puts his feet up. And I wasn't thinking. And I just waylaid myself with the chair and knocked Did myself out. you have a rap out. shirt on? <laughs> I really should have, because I, I knocked myself out. Did one of those? <laughs> that so was, that's real? That's not just wrestler. That no, shit can happen. It really does like, happen. But that was the finish to the match. I knocked myself out, and he goes to cover me. <laughs> I wake up before the three count and tried to kick out. <laughs> Did you get like the clinch? Like you're not going anywhere. Like, yeah, no, he had me good. <laughs> I will say, I just made me think of one thing, and then we can. I, mean, I don't know if we want to end it on this, but uh, yeah, uh, we are at zero. We hour. are at zero at zero hour. Um, Plus five. The very first big bump, or very first real bump I ever took in a wrestling ring um, was when we were uh, in the Elote ring. It was the very first time I had ever been legitimately in the Elote ring, and I was working out a match with. Um, uh, Gaio and we uh, and he decides he says he says I'm going to he goes we'll do uh, I'll give you an FU oh, God, and, so, and so I'm like okay oh, yeah. and I'm like okay I mean I've never done it I've never taken a this really first time in the ring yeah I've never taken a bump ever really a big one I've taken like ones from my feet and like that's about it no you hadn't bumped honestly let's be honest no I hadn't no hadn't that's what I'm saying yet. I had and he's like well you can try it so he gets me up and he's like are you ready and Arthur's standing there, Pat's standing there, Logan's standing there. I think Ray might have been there. And there were a couple other people. And all of a sudden, he, the yes. Yeah. And so he hits me with this. I land right on the, you know, right your shoulder. Did, just did right. you call it an FU? Well, he, he, it was he not called an it an FU. He called yeah. it an yeah. FU. He called, but so Terry he, Saturn would have called it stealing a move. That's yeah. what, but that's the whole point is he does it to me. I land, I'm like, that wasn't that bad. And I get up. And the first person I see is Arthur, and his eyes are giant. And he goes, yeah, we're not going to do that. <laughs> and, and I go, why? It felt good. And he's like, he goes, um, and I said, well, did that not look good? He goes, no, it looked fine. <laughs> and he's like, uh, you look, he's like, that was a DVD, um, and we're not doing that. And I said, well, it, it felt okay. And he goes, I'm sure it did, um, but the margin for error for that is <laughs> So slim. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, yeah. let's not do that again. Yeah, we were all in agreement. Don't do that one. Yeah. <laughs> so I think we changed cool. it. It's like really a... easy to screw up in an eight foot ring. Yeah. 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 That's hard as concrete. Yeah. Lo- Logan's kryptonite is that eight foot ring. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Home. Yeah. All right. Uh, real quick. I am on Instagram. Proxima Bear. P R O X I M A underscore B E A R. Or maybe not an underscore. I don't know. Um, That's an Kellen is Kelbert seventy seven. Yep. Pat is go home. Pat, you're drunk. You got it. And Arthur is. Abra. Can we say it? God. Did, well, yeah, you can. I just <laughs> didn't think you knew it. Abracadaver. No. No, it's Abra no, L or. No. I mean, Jesus. 
You guys don't know Instagram handles. Yeah, thanks, guys. Is it? It's Lucha a- Abra. Lucha Abra. Lucha Abra. Oh. oh, I had a Lucha Abra. Lucha Abra. I just know it's very simple or similar to Triple uh, A's handle. So a lot of times when I'm going through, I'll see like Lucha Triple A. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, are there? No, that's not our thing. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm very much not well, legit. All right. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for joining us on this uh, rather short podcast. But and we're missing the show. I yep. know, but. We better just miss the Briscoes. And that was that was hashtag true story. Yep. Bye. Bye.